Well, guys, let's uh, let's just take a minute and just become aware. Shaba. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Shaba. Hey, 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 hey. Lord, I just thank you for all the little birds on Cole's shirt. <laughs> if everyone could only see the amount of Holy Spirit glory is resting on each and every part of the shirt. It's, uh... <laughs> yes, yes, Lord. Lord. Whoa. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hey, so uh, welcome to the House of Bliss. I'm here with my friends. My friends Matt Spinks, who you guys are probably just tired of hearing from at AKA this point. AKA the Spirit of Truth. <laughs> yes, he's actually the reincarnation of Jesus. That's what he tells people anyway, I've heard. And <laughs> he's got a really sweet bunker in Fort Wayne. <laughs> and he just came out with a, a new set of buckets. Yes, with, uh, end time soup buckets. Freeze-dried chili and a new book called High on God in there. So you can... And uh, I've got one of my favorite people just ever. i got Brian Schilt sitting at the table with me. Man, what else? I don't even know what else to say. Like you're, you're just such an awesome human. But I'll probably get into a minute, like how I, how I met you guys. But uh, I'm also here with Tommy Wazufo. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy the Machine. And uh, Dominic. Yeah. And That's then why Rachel I'm Gum. My How's it going? Feel free to jump in if you got anything. Let's, Let's jump, jump in the river. river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're we're. Uh, we're coming into our second day together. We're doing oh, the uh, some events around your High on God tour, mm. which has been sweet. Watching online, yeah. Yeah. you got a brand new book, High on God. Yeah, um, it's finally hog. here. And man, in print. Not only is it the drunkest uh, book cover I've seen, mm. maybe in all my days. Yes. Um, you can judge it by its cover. Okay. Yeah, but also literally last night's meeting. Matt just read the table of contents, <laughs> and it was hammered. It was the most hammered reading of table of contents I've ever been a part of. In the history of mankind. Yeah, I mean, maybe after... in middle school we read like a jazz history table of contents, which was there was Good. some glory on the yeah, wall, yeah. but yeah. But, but after Cole's is... like honey pot transition time, <laughs> where we just laid on the floor and got stuck in the honey. That was. That was you sticky. could have said toothpaste and it would have been annoying. <laughs> that was sticky, dude. That was sticky stuff. Hopefully you guys made a killing with the offering, but... <laughs> That's what it's all about, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I... Um, Alright, so how I met Matt, um, just, just to give you guys a little bit of background here, is uh, I had just freshly moved to Cleveland, Ohio from Redding, California. Yeah, yeah. Um, my wife and I have been drinking the, the Grace, maybe the, the Crowder message, probably since like 2013. 13. Actually, our f- we started dating long distance over the phone, and then our first like actual wow. date was going that. to a mystical school in Chico, California. Wow. Man, that is how you can. And they're still that is a great folks. trial run right there. Like, yeah. if you want to see what your spouse is made of, take them through a mystical school. If they can mat- 
last all three days and still want to kiss you afterwards, then I think you're good. I think you found a winner. <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of the foundation of our relationship. Young couples, listen up. And, uh, but I wasn't really aware that there were other people who were just like really carrying the message as well. And so uh, I can't even exactly remember. I think you did a, a meeting at Christine's house back in 2014 mm. with Mr. Tony. Our first Cleveland meetings. Yeah. yeah. Were they the first ones? I can't remember. Uh, at I've least, a, at least for me, I think. we did a drunken New Year's party here one time. It was awesome. Elvis showed up. It had spontaneous Christian rap going on. It was oh, yeah. unbelievable. Wow. Things that many of you might Twas. now be turned off by hearing, yeah. but it was you had to be there. Well, actually, I kind of forgot to say. Like, I think last night's uh, spontaneous whistling song was probably the, dr- the drunkest spontaneous worship I've ever heard. Yep. That was oh, nice. Yeah. Just Thanks, like a little whistle solo. We were at, Matt was doing bird calls and stuff. Brian, tell us about your next album, uh, 16 Tracks of Whistling. Yes. <laughs> Annoying. Whistles, the Whistle of Heaven, is that what you're calling it? Or? With hand uh, flute accompaniment. Yeah, two fists, one whistle is what it's called. <laughs> oh, yes, wow. yes. Yes. The good, the bad, the whistled. Co- co- yeah. Very co-whistled. <laughs> Slow. Oh, that was an th- excellent snort. I hope that might be good. <laughs> amen, amen. Yes. It's going to be real gay. <laughs> You're going to love it. Well, anyway, I mean, I think I was really struck by the genuineness of Matt um, just as a person. Like, he, he wasn't just, uh, like, parroting a message, but, like, his entire life and... His whole life is this really high on God thing, and and then getting to spend time with his family and seeing how he treats his kids and his wife and like how his community is manifested, just the love of God, and it's so, it's so it was so amazing to be a part of. So that's why, um, yeah, I just jump at every chance I get to have him come to town. Then I also got to meet Brian, I think in like 2015, and I think the first time I hugged Brian, I was sold. I was a Brian Schultz fan. His music, it's really really some of the richest like cowboy worship I know of. Maybe the only cowboy worship I know of. But if there was definitely other stuff, it would definitely be the richest too. <laughs> <Thank you, Lord. laughs> it's an honor to be here, man. Honored. Yeah. 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 Thank you for having us. So I wanted to ask you, uh, I mean people can read the book. I highly recommend it. The table of contents is drunk. Yeah. I'm sure the contents are drunk. I haven't read it yet. Past that. Yeah. yeah. Surprised. But uh no, I, I did actually kinda wanna ask you just a little bit, like I think most of the people listening to this podcast by now are pretty familiar with the fact that you can get high on God, you can get um, completely toasted, you can get smashed, you can get, um, I don't know. Schnockered. Yeah, schnockered. Um, Blissed out. Right. Winged and dinged. Winged, winged, the Lord winged me and dinged me. (laughs) Do you know that old song, it's like, he sought me and he bought me? Mm-hmm. I literally, as a kid, thought it said he socked me and he bopped me, oh, and I really man, didn't understand so much. <laughs> what that was about. <laughs> anyway, but but I know like you guys are also doing these Kainos Quinania events, which are just centered around community, and I've always loved hearing like um, the story of your Fort Wayne community. So I kind of want to just ask you a little bit, like you and Brian, could you guys maybe just share a little bit of the history? Because what I've noticed is, like, your church community, your your community is really only as good as, like, the message that is being preached consistently. So we all know what the modern, like, Western gospel, like, what sort of church that produces and what sort of, like, Christians who are in that all the time, like, what they sort of manifest. But I'm curious, like, 
now that I've gotten to know this gospel, like what sorts of communities are forming around this message? What does it look like? What's a day in the life look like for some Fort, Fort Wayners? And well, maybe you just start with like, how'd you guys get started? So we, Matt and I knew each other when we were youths. <laughs> Rapscallions. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we were kids and we both went and we, we sought out, uh, we loved Jesus together when we were kids and we sought out uh, the, the, the right ways to bring the kingdom to earth. Matt became a missionary and went to the four corners of the earth <laughs> and I went to Bible college to learn the theologies. Nice. Uh, and Matt sent me a message a couple years in, I think I had a year left in school, and he said, hey, are you seeing all the miracles that we dreamed of? <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, man, but I'm in Bible college. Like, I just, this isn't where it's at, I don't think. But you're a missionary. You're, you're out there. You're right, the yeah. Field, it's always out doing there, it. <laughs> And he was like, dang, man, I'm not seeing it either. I was hoping you were. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's pretty true. And so he said, I'm thinking about putting together like a like a, a meeting in Fort Wayne where we get together with people and, and talk about what it would be like if we lived out the book of Acts together where we just kind of like lived in the same neighborhood uh, are you interested? and I was like yeah man let's do it and so we had this December meeting in the year of our Lord 2004 <laughs> yeah that's the year Halo 2 came yeah. out so that's definitely the year of the Lord for sure uh, <laughs> And in 2004, <laughs> we got together in Anchor Community Church in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and talked about what it would be like to live life together. You have a great memory. Anchor Community, so, but that wasn't your guys' church, was it? No, it was just a community church that let us... The like, Lord's church at that time. Yeah, okay. just take let over us the meet church there. until a few years later. Uh, <laughs> and we talked about it, and everyone except for me decided, let's, let's do it here in Fort Wayne, and I thought... Anywhere but Fort Wayne. Right. Uh, I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything except go to Fort Wayne. Right. Yeah. Lord Jesus. Just like Matt was preaching last night, God will always send you where you don't want to go. Mm. Right. Hallelujah. So, if you fully submit. Yeah. Right. But one thing led to another, and we all moved to Fort Wayne. We all moved into the. We literally lived in in uh, the same three block radius. Uh, and we, there was eight of us, and we started a community. Uh, the numbers within the first week dropped from eight to five. Praise the Lord! <laughs> it was good, man. I mean, we. The whole idea was we just wanted to relearn what Christianity looked like. Uh, we wanted, we wanted the real, the real deal. Jesus will do anything. We'll go anywhere, and uh, and so we followed our hearts, and we followed some. Uh, we followed some teachers and some teachings, and we'd read the Bible, and we'd meet day and night, and we'd go to prayer meetings, and there was, a, for a while, we were doing five nights a week, or even for a little while, seven nights a week, uh, Jeez. and we were just praying that the Lord would rend the heavens. Yeah. And it was good, man. We lived our lives together. There was some, there was some heavy-duty religion in it. <laughs> but we loved each other, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I think we loved each other. We loved Jesus. We're committed to Jesus. Uh, and so I think that's the ticket to it all. You know, like if the Lord could bring us out of the religion that we were in, which was intense, then there's hope for every person and every galaxy 
in the history and future of mm. humanity. Uh, Preaching about aliens. They, they, Hallelujah. Uh, Anyways, so... Intergalactic uh, there's, relations, you know. <laughs> there's a, we need some ambassadors out space there. Force. <laughs> space yeah, Force. Space Force. <laughs> Uh, so every there's a lot of different stories about how yeah. how it happened, and so Matt. Oh, so we're you, getting into the lore Matt here. Matt will tell like you the legendary folk a number of stories <laughs> that impacted him. But I remember I was thinking about this last night as he was talking. There was this one time where it, we were going through the book of uh, Amos. Mm, famous Amos, dude. It was. Uh, we cookies. were fasting, mm-hmm. and Matt had shaved his head. And, <laughs> what? Do we have yeah, pics we from this fa- era? Uh, oh, yeah. And so we were all uh, doing the normal meeting, you know, like, oh, Lord, please come, please come, Lord. Lord, run the heavens. Like, open wide your gates. You know, like, send the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and uh, and some new people had come, uh, which in theory was cool, but also was like, you know, these new people could hinder the uh, Holy Spirit from coming. And Sorry. So, yeah. At the Watching time. <laughs> at the time. But anyways, so we were sitting there praying, and we're praying really hard. Mm. We're praying, we're praying, we're praying. We're in a good groove, man. We were like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is going to be the night. Oh, man, there's going to be, it's going to happen tonight. The pillar of fire. Oh, yeah. fire by day, or cloud by day, fire by night. This is it. This is it. This is it. And then I remember that. this kid who we'd never seen before and never seen since, <laughs> who just showed up, yeah. like an 18-year-old kid, yeah. says, there's like that lull, and then it's somebody else's turn to pray. And he just says, Lord, thank you. Yes, Lord, we pray that you would come. And thank you that you're already here in our midst. We love you, Jesus. And it was just a simple prayer, right? And it just derailed mm. everything we were trying to do, everything we <laughs> had been doing for years. And I just, we couldn't, we tried to get back on track and we just couldn't do it. And I, wow, dude. And I remember thinking, and Matt and I talked about it, and I'm like, man, there was something about that kid. Like, and we weren't sure if he was, you know, like an angel or a demon. <laughs> uh, but for was me, he happy? He was so sweet and so happy. (laughs) That's how we knew. And uh, he was so sweet and so happy. And afterwards, you know, like, I was just thinking, well, like, a demon wouldn't say, like, bring so much glory to Jesus as, like, this kid was bringing. And for me, that began this, that began the shift of, like, for me, it was a return to what I had always believed in my childhood that like mm-hmm. Jesus is all around us that life is good that life is heaven and slowly you know people my family my pastors or whatever they would talk me out of it and tell me I need to be more well rounded and mm-hmm. life isn't all about yeah. just Jesus and you know like uh, this <laughs> and that but but dude as time went on this was in 2008 mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The, the swell back to childhood faith uh, came and one thing led to another, and next thing you know, we're yelling, you know, I want to feast, I want to fast, I want to get drunk, and I want a sober mind. I want all of you, Jesus. And that was kind of like the song, that was like an anthem of, of the floodgates opening for us. And then Matt wow. started praying for the bartending angels to come. <laughs> and the rest is history. <laughs> Praise God, dude. 
That's fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess I didn't, never really knew that part of your story, but you guys already had, I guess I kind of knew it a little bit, but you already had a radical community where you're like, we're just going to try to ditch as much normal life as possible and just try to like, we're just going to meet together every day, you know, and hope, hope that God does something awesome. But then like once you actually started experiencing the gospel, it actually kind of like landed on that and totally blissed out everything you were already doing. You know, it kind of like fulfilled what you were yeah. hoping for, but it came in a completely different way than you were expecting because yes. it was like already there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We tried to do we tried to do all the things from the Book of Acts. We tried to yeah. share our money, nice. and it was difficult. <laughs> we tried to meet together every day, and it was difficult. We tried to raise the dead. We tried to heal the sick, and it rarely ever happened. And it was all difficult and a lot of work. Yeah. And then we got as the scriptures would say, jacked up. Mm, yes. And, <laughs> and things In so many words. Yeah, I mean. yeah. And things got so easy. It was easy to share. So it was yeah. easy to love. It was easy to have uh, miracles <laughs> just pop, legs growing out, gold dust appearing, people mm. coming back from the dead. Uh, but more than anything else, if I would say, if I would give an encouragement for community, the message of community, I believe, is long-term conditionless love for one another mm. um, that is when I think about our family that's what I think that's what we always are uh, awakening to every time we get together we want long term conditionless love uh, in our journey together yeah that's amazing dude yeah. I feel ting. I feel tingles. Bong, 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 bong. I can't tell if I just need more coffee or if that's the Lord. But oh yeah, feels good Jesus. to me. All right, so 2004, you started this thing. Four long, hard years later, you guys discover the gospel, and then I mean, then what happened? Like you guys, I because I've heard so many bits and pieces. You guys started uh, like kind of a monastery living kind of thing. Oh, yeah, like, we did a community house that we called the monastery as well. Yeah. Okay. That was so. for, like, those that wanted a more intense version, even, of just, like, living together, you know, just hanging out. And, uh, but yeah, it, that was fun. We did that for, like, five years as well. It felt, like, completely so. different, though, right? Because this time it was just, like, you Yeah, stuck I've always had a heart for a community, like, yeah. you know, and uh, I, I love it because, like, when I first kind of got filled with Holy Spirit and or experienced that, whatever you call it, you know, <laughs> uh, like, I just knew that... Um, if we were together, it was like the move of God could happen just faster and more, you know, like uh, momentum on it and stuff. So just always had my heart to like be together with people and stuff. So, so I've tried community houses many times over the years, but uh, grace makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah. You can like actually endure all the uh, things. I mean, just doing the dishes, you know, sent three pro of our community houses into disarray to, uh, to, to destruction <laughs> before grace but then uh, you know after grace and just you know people have a lot I mean when you're jacked up when you're satisfied like in your heart yeah. just the little things are a lot easier to let go and figure out and not be offended by and stuff but you know it's funny like just uh, even sharing last night and, and then hearing what Brian's sharing too it's like uh, I mean our community has definitely not been like a utopia the whole time you know we've had just like any church has you know like trials and, and some roller coaster, but and I think it's like any and the 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 presence and the waves of His glory are are in us and available to us all, and 
in the moments when we're most aware of Jesus and aware of his gospel, things flow. And, uh, but there's times, you know, like where we all forget or where some people forget and cause a lot of trouble, you know, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> right. Or, you know, because we've been through, like you said, like, uh, I mean, it's been like 10, 11 years now. So, you know, young couples getting married, couples getting divorced sometimes, or people, children being born. We even had children die, like, and didn't get raised from the dead, you know, and we've had to go through some of that, too. So it's like, um, you know, sometimes when it, there, there's always that tendency when you start to get, uh, when the Lord shows you something powerful to, like, maybe over-exaggerate it or something. I don't think you can over-exaggerate this gospel, but at the same time, like, we don't need to act like, oh, all your trials and problems will be over. Yeah. And yeah. we've never yeah. experienced any of those things because we definitely have... But what's awesome is, I mean, uh, man, I still love it every time we get together. I still look forward to these people. They're still my family. They're still, like, freaking amazing. And I believe it's getting better and better. It really is in my heart. And anytime we remember just who we are and the goodness of God and the goodness of what it was that shifted us to begin with, just the, the unconditional grace and glory of Jesus given to us, then it's like then it's amazing. And uh, I'm still convinced more than ever that that's the only thing that makes sense for me to live for, you know? Like, yeah. It's like, whoa. And so it's been awesome. You know, um, to be honest, with our community houses, after five years, we did shut it down uh, because uh, we were just so drunk when uh, when we started. We just said, anybody can live with us. Just oh. bring in anybody. <laughs> and what ended up happening was we got way more like needy people that just needed a place to stay than we had stable people. Right. And so we'd have like four or five people drinking the gospel and like 10 people that were like on drugs or just coming out of abuse or super, you know, uh, poor situations or whatever. And uh, man, it's like, it's, it's so it's just a learning thing. So we've actually been developing to like reopen a, some community land here soon where, yeah, um, that's with super awesome. Yeah, with a lot more like just kind of, just wisdom stuff that we learned, you know. Um, I still think that radical heart of just acceptance of everybody is Jesus's heart, you know. But knowing that uh, not every, like I'm not Jesus, you know, by myself. It's a body of Christ that is the body. Yeah, so for sure, some people are gonna, you know. I just sometimes you kind of think, like, oh man, I have the infinite resources of heaven, so let's just take care of everybody. And that yeah. is God's heart. But it's like we have the infinite resources of heaven together as a body. And, and uh, so that doesn't all end up on just a few people trying to, like, you know, recover all these, like, intense, like, yeah. recovery situations of people and things. So well, It's been fun, man. And so it's been definitely a wild journey in that gospel. But, the, I mean, the good news has laid a foundation for something that we're still building. I mean, we're just still in the, uh, we're just, getting, you know, sniffing the cork, just <laughs> the tip of the iceberg, you know. Um, sniffing that iceberg, man. Yeah, sniffing <laughs> the iceberg cork of this gospel. Because part of it, too, is, like, uh, tons of people love, like, what's happening in our community, and they come, but the good news that that really launched us is still too good to be true for most of us to believe. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, we still go through these times where it's, like, we're really uh, just hammered, but other times where it's, like, People are like, I don't know if I can believe that or like, I don't, you know, whatever. So we're all just like growing and learning together and that stuff. And well, I love that you guys were sharing. I mean, one of the things that kind of like pushed me into what I believe and experience now is actually the same desire where you're like reading the book of Acts. Yeah. And you're like, this is amazing. And then you look up and you look around and you're like, 
what are we doing <laughs> in church, you know? <laughs> so I've always loved, like, yeah, you guys are, like, probably the most, like, non-churchy group of people I've encountered, but not necessarily, like, put together in that sort of sense. But, yeah, that's a fact. And, you know, just when people see it, it's initially kind of like, why are these people rolling on the ground and why is there feathers and what's, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. But then like when you but, but when you back up and look and you're like realizing you were praying for the book of Acts and it's like the people that come to your meetings are people who are normally pushed way out to the edge. You know what I mean? Like people who are not welcome anywhere else and those are the kind of people that you roll with consistently all the time and they're getting transformed and changed by like your unconditional love for them and you are seeing miracles i I i'll ask you about that in a minute but seeing like miracles seeing people come back from the dead and having this consistent like the big you know i love that meme where it's talking about like jesus's biggest miracles was having 12 close friends in his 30s but it's like true you know our our culture is becoming so much more and more fractured (laughs) but like here you guys are and like you guys have been together for more than 10 years and it's it's such an amazing experience like the biggest testimony i think when i think of you guys is not even just the 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 crazy like charismatic stuff um it's the stuff that's hard to even talk about or or explain or impress people with it's like yeah when i go there there's such a amazing sweetness of being around people who have been together that Mm -hmm. long and have loved each other that long through that many things it just there's an atmosphere in that that you just cannot get anywhere else i know you guys live for that so yes so i yeah i just wanted to kind of dive in a little bit and give people who might be listening who are like maybe just going to a regular old like institutional church and just wondering like is it even possible to do things a different way so Mm. but that but how deeply that's connected to the message that you believe but i did i did want to ask you guys uh just because it's so much fun for me to listen to could you guys share just some of the weirdest, like, miracle stories that you have? Push the envelope. I don't care. Like, I, I, I want to hear about the... I know there was, like, a, yes. a cloud in your bathroom or something for a while oh, or something like that. that. Yeah. yeah, well, that's daily. You take a minute. That's about 10 a.m. every, every morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I meant. Have another cup of coffee, it'll happen again. But. No, uh, Shaba. You know, I was thinking you were telling the diamond ring story. Really. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's in one of Brian's songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, I, we had, we used to have fellowship at our house on Tuesday nights. It was always on Tuesday nights, and so <laughs> on nights when I'd lead worship, and before everyone would come over, I'd like go for a walk and just like meditate on the goodies, mm-hmm. you know, and just uh, de- decompress, especially if I had, like, worked earlier that day, just kind of, like, walk around and recenter and just enjoy myself. And uh, I've been singing a lot lately. Uh, this new song has started. Sin had lo- has lost its sting, you see, because Jesus gave me a diamond ring. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so I was just thinking about that, and I was just like talking to the Lord, and uh, something, uh, something shined in my eye, and I said, "What is going on?" And I looked down, and uh, and there was a diamond freaking ring <laughs> in the middle of the sidewalk. Are you sure? What, you're you're like uh, sure it wasn't a ring pop? One hundred. Okay, I just had to check. I still have it. That's yeah. freaking awesome, man. Um, and there was a, a big diamond ring, and I picked it up and looked at it, and it was like. 
it looked like a diamond ring that somebody could have lost, but also something that was like timeless. And I just didn't know what to think because I thought, do I post like pictures to yeah. say, hey, but it was this on is... like the sidewalk, like walking up to your house, right? And it's yeah, not yeah. like he lived in like this big uh, urban area where there's going to be a bunch of people or like, like or near mm-hmm. a jewelry store or anything like that. No, you know? it's just a dang diamond ring. Yeah, as I was just walking. Wow. Uh, and so I picked it up. And I heard the Lord singing, Sin has lost its sting. Because mm. <laughs> I gave you a diamond. <laughs> That's amazing. That was a fun one. I'm going to start singing sure. spontaneous songs about finding Billions. a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. If nothing else, if community is good for nothing else, it sure helps, uh, helps you to have people to remind you of things like this. Because I'd forgotten the diamond ring story, I man. Know, dude. That's I hadn't rock. thought about it in like a, two years. Wow. No. Oh my God. That's exciting. I'm so excited. That's, about that's that an now. exciting story. Yeah, it's funny because you never want to like forget the awesome things that God's done, but like we don't really live. You know, the gospel doesn't produce this atmosphere of comparison where I think a lot of signs and wonders stories. It's like you almost feel like, oh, I've got one to impress people now. Yeah, you know? yeah, but yeah, then yeah. When you kind of stop caring about that, you almost forget some of the crazier stories for that. But I love the swirl of community, like like in Isaiah where it says the wine is in the cluster, man, I really just believe that's one of the things that attracts me to. It's like just, man, when we get together and even if not everybody's like... You can't like, see this right now, but he's whirling just, his arms in yeah, a Yeah, it's creating a vortex um, <laughs> currently in front of you. Just imagine it. But, uh, <laughs> oh, but that's God. how it feels, you know, to me when we get the body of Christ together. And even if not everybody like came together and they're feeling all hammered or feeling all juicy, it's like, man, just after a little bit in worship, where if everyone's like actually engaged or just and and what's awesome is when you know even in our community house, for example, like what was great part of the reason we wanted to start it is like you have these worship nights and just people don't want to go home you know it's just like let's just do this it's all moving together let's just do this every day you know? yeah get yeah. hammered in the morning and the evening and people would always be playing like some some drunk preaching or like some trance music or some worship or whatever so it's like anytime there's a time you just go into our living room it's just always somebody drunk for like probably a couple of years wow know? dude that's and uh, and that's like just you know uh, the heart of God that people would live that way on the earth so that's when a lot of the fun stuff happened like too it's like uh, if you mentioned the cloud one time just walking up the stairs a lot of times like the angels hang out on the stairs I don't know maybe they just want to see if they can push you down and catch you with just playing around but uh, there was this cloud this little like pillar of like gold dust and like and just whatever you know pillar of gold and, uh, and shiny like rainbow colored like things and anybody that put their hand in there would just like feel like heaven dude I yeah know, just crazy like we were all just messing around that was just one day but like another one of the girls was uh had um silver flakes coming out of her face for probably i don't know long, like a year world like just silver flakes or whatever and she even went into the um into the hospital one time and had like an mri done and they were like they didn't know what was coming out of her face. They're like, you have to take off the makeup. She's like, I can't like wash it off and it would just come back. Oh my <laughs> like, goodness. Yeah. Dude. And, uh, just weird stuff like that, you know, just fun. Um, whatever. I mean, one of the times, like I remember when out. during those couple of years where it was just thick glory in the, in that monastery house, it was like at a time where I bilocated into two rooms and I could see different rooms at the same time, Whoa. you know? And like, I don't know why it was, like, I still don't know the reason, maybe just for fun, you know? 
But uh, I heard the audible voice of God for the first time in that house, too. And uh, I won't go into that story. Please tell me it sounded like Morgan Freeman, though. <laughs> what was weird was it was, uh, he spoke to me in my own voice, like, uh, which I think spoke a lot to the Christ in you revelation. You know? Oh, yeah. A lot of us are, we question God, like, is that really God or is that me? And God's like, I'm going to speak to you in your own voice and see what you <laughs> yeah. think about that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, man. You know, but... Uh, yeah, just fun stuff. I mean, just just what we had rain in the house a few times. Like there was one girl we nicknamed her Raindrop because whenever she came in, it would start like kind of raining inside and just around her. And we've had that at different floor meetings, but I don't know. It's like just funny to talk about this because it's all here for any one of us, you know. Really, like it's not a you know oh look, think of these big stories or whatever. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Any day we can walk in this stuff, but. I think a lot of it is that just that swirl of community like we just get together and we drink together and you do it that for days on end man and just it gets thicker and thicker that's why I love like even meetings I told someone last night like night two is always better than night one you know like night, by night three of a glory meeting or whatever a conference I'm like just it's always the best you know <laughs> yeah. just, just something about that like our awareness just becomes aware together of a, of a greater reality than what oftentimes we forget in our daily life but well, yeah, yeah, I mean, I wanted to hear some of that just because it's like it just puts a whole new yeah, thing no, in your good. consciousness of like, that's possible. We can live in heaven on earth, man. Yeah. Well, you've had some things in your house, right? Oh, for sure. Freaking angels singing in your house lately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like last week or something. Right? Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I mean, I really wanted that stuff for years. Yes. But it's, yes. Only, it's only recently that our community... Which, you know, I, and I don't know the language around this. I don't know. But it feels like an outpouring mm -hmm. because all of us had pretty much given up at this point. Like yes. our community was pretty much at the point where we were all like just done with When doing you guys had stuff. just been drinking every night together, right, for a while or something. Yeah. So, yeah well, yeah. Like... So, so we were all just kind of like doing our thing. We had this like legendary community that just kind of fizzled out a bit. And then all of a sudden, dude, like wow. some, some people started getting some crazy encounters. And then it was like, there was such a swirl. Like, like yeah, exactly. It's like yes. nobody had to tell us like, you should gather every night. It was like, we cannot when not. It's like, together. yeah, we're going to get to your house, dude. Yeah. We'd have, we'd have, dude, we'd have experienced it. Which time we were around the fire. And I, I, I don't even know how to explain this theologically. I just know, like, we could feel the presence of the whole Trinity, like, swirling yes. around. There was a distinct Definitely. presence of Father, Son, and Spirit just, like, swirling around this campfire. And it was, like, the most juiciest, thickest, fattest worship, like, I've ever experienced. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we've had, you know, definitely miracles, sure. like, um, but but it's, it's like, that stuff is awesome. It's definitely the icing on the cake, though, because what really happened was so, a couple of our friends who um, were, like, angry with each other to the point where they had moved away to a different city actually mm. sold their house, a really, really nice house, sold it for a much <laughs> less nicer house to come back and be a part oh, of the community, oh, reconciled, man, yeah. like... Um, just uh, the the friendship, the camaraderie. We all yeah. quit our jobs, which I'm not saying you have to do this, but, <laughs> but when the whack is on it, like we all quit our jobs for a while, and we were just like meeting pretty much daily. And also, like we had this revelation 
of, of heaven on earth to such a degree where it was like we want to literally make our homes like heaven on earth. Yeah. So it's time to start fixing things up. It's time to start actually making yeah. this place look like heaven. So we it would actually we would actually right. take turns going to each other's houses and like fixing them up. You know, Come like on. doing new floors or whatever and stuff yes. like that. And and it didn't feel like work. It felt like oh my god, I get to see these people again today. This yes. is amazing. Like you said, I mean, the next step would have just Serving been to live together, but, you know, and we're still, no, we're still really, in it. Really, like, that's what's awesome, I mean, about, uh, I think there's just, just a whole neighborhood getting it, you know, and just, uh, we don't all have to pile into the same living space, it's nice yeah. thing for your families to have sure. something, but, but, man, to, like, have that thing where it's, like, we don't care about the structure or whatever, we just need to get together and get in the glory, yeah, exactly. And I it's Cause it's weird cuz you'll see churches mm-hmm. that are amazing people and they have good stuff going on and they have a lot of glory, but it's like for some reason people want to just str- put a house around it and like you make just it a do thing that and once it's a just week or whatever, yeah, yeah. You know, or even twice a week, which is good. It's like it, but there's that thing where you just want to be in 24/7 heaven, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I would say for us like what we really kind of like what was really shown to us is uh kind of the way the gospel is manifested for us is we're, we're in the garden. We are in Eden yes, now. This is Eden. And All so the we're, original intent has been restored and redeemed in Christ. Like Including toil. So that's why people are quitting their jobs. They're like, like not saying you can't work. It's just like, but if you're going to work no, and just, you're consistently just wanting to beat your head against the wall and you feel weary and you hate your life and you know your whole day is just spent with like working and yes. you know taking your kids to sports and you you know what I mean it's like you actually you don't have to live that way <laughs> the glory resets everything yeah. does in and I think that's the thing too it's like we all had times where we did that too where it was like uh, just kind of a season of reset and then yeah as the Lord then introduces like people are like why was I working why was I doing all these activities and instead then you know those things can come back to you as the Lord leads you into them at, from your new nature, from your from yeah. out of the heart rather 100%. than out of this uh, just old mindset of toil and labor and stuff. Garden works, you know, whatever. Like right. Adam and Eve still did stuff in the garden, but it was totally different than what we have come to know in the modern culture. So, yeah, dude, the glory can reset your entire like everything. Which yeah, is what we always say, but you know, usually it's just uh, the few Christian things that we reset. You know read your Bible more and stop <laughs> right. cussing. Yeah. No, but I mean, for us, it was like, and, and we come from, you know, we're all like pretty much Bethel people. So we come from a rich tradition of like, let's transform the city and let's do this. Hey, and, and it's all good stuff. It really is. Well, um, you know what, what? I almost mentioned this earlier is what I love about, you know, people love Bethel and stuff, but they don't realize like the relationships of those, those 20 and 30 year relationships is how it launched out of, you know, like Bill yeah. and, Chris and Danny and all those guys like you see pictures of them from the early 80s and each other's weddings and stuff <laughs> yeah. and like they're not uh, it wasn't just like all of a sudden some anointed man of God or some wild thing it was like they had, had cultivated something together in community for years that all this could launch out of you know mm. yeah and so it's like I love I love that I love that and what you said too with like unconditional long term relationship yes, we've had dude. a lot of Come opportunities on. to be offended and want to pull away yeah there's something about when you and instead of deciding like i'm going to stick with this movement or institution or uh yes. you know even 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 message in some ways but when you're like i belong to this group of 
friends, of yes. people, of family. Yeah. I love you more than my beliefs. I love yeah. you more than my church. Like, I love you. Say, say that first line again. Say that first line again. I love you more than my beliefs. <laughs> That's not been the message we were taught. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I love you more than Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's nice. it. Jesus nice. always gets the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So if someone hurts me, they are the embodiment. They're still me. Of Jesus, yeah. you know? And so Jesus gets the benefit of the doubt. There's no way Jesus knew that that was going to hurt me, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, man, let's talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's discover new ways to interact and live with each other and love each other and do dishes with each other, you know? Yes, kingdom family, dude. So I think, well, maybe like, I want to start to wrap it up a little bit here, but... Oh yeah, go ahead. Yep, yep, sorry about that. <laughs> I feel naked now, this is weird. <laughs> Just unbutton a whole nother button. Yeah. We're getting somewhere Cole now. Cole has some decent chest hair, and he, so yeah, he needed to come out. In the well, spirit of community listen, and transparency... Nobody's got the bear rug that Brian Schiltz has on. That's a fair <laughs> Look at this point. thing, dude. Make a fair point. I'm looking for the teeth, like, you know, those rugs <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get yeah, yeah. for the your fireplace. Yeah. No <laughs> Are you sure there's no ears in there? Like, no, That's no, a pelt, no. dude. You got a nice pelt. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we'd get into the deeper things in <laughs> this podcast. Oh, God. What was I even talking mm. about? Wrapping it up. Oh, so, 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 so here's the thing. This is what was really kind of offensive. I mean, I've been drinking the gospel for a while, but this truly, my thing is I really genuinely, deeply love people, and I'm deeply convinced that what we're experiencing is for everyone, and therefore I think that I tend to be much more of a rah-rah, let's go get it kind of guy, Mm. because I love what happens when I see people have the lights come on. I love going to people's houses. Like, I've literally walked up to people's doorstep when I hear them, like, screaming in an argument and hear bottles breaking and stuff and just knock on the door and, like, hi, how are you guys? Let's <laughs> let's talk about Jesus. And I love doing stuff like that. So, for me, the hardest part of mm. our community sort of thing that was going on was uh, G- the Lord, like, literally, like, every single meeting Should said, like, your mandate is to do nothing. Come on. And, we're, come and on. I was just like, like, forever? Oh. Like, what do you mean nothing like define nothing and I could you know but but yeah I guess like realizing just looking at you guys and your history uh, you guys actually kind of have accomplished a lot but it probably it doesn't stem from like a day in and day out like let's you know put up the maps and let's do this and it's just like but the Lord brings you stuff you, you'd see cool no, fruit happen so but it's not out of this well, there's it's at a way slower more fruit pace. out of yeah. the rest, dude. The, yeah. the, there is something, and, and this is what brought me into this mess in the first place, when I just saw people that were living in like such absolute rest and peace, and yet fruit was popping everywhere. Like, uh, oh my goodness. I just had this the other day at like this uh, place, I, I do a, a little bit of work there, and there was this guy that I encountered, and it was like we just immediately like had this connection. I wasn't trying to like share the gospel with him or anything. It was like, I just watched the glory kind of fry his brain. Like we could read each other's thoughts, just weird stuff started happening. And uh, next thing you know, we're like sharing uh, stories over coffee and uh, just his heart was like opening up. And and it's just those type of things that you see happen uh, when you're at that total rest where like you could plan a thousand evangelistic like things and you see 
oh, it's few responses or whatever. But like when the glory moves, you just don't even have to do anything, yeah. and like people's hearts just start opening up, and mm-hmm. like so. But it's you, it, like you said, it's you can't even explain. It, it's like, what do you mean, do nothing, Lord? You know, it's like just do nothing, just enjoy me. Like I'm the savior of the world. You yeah, know? like <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah. it a big a big part of it is. Uh, us being the sure. body, you know, sure. like uh, we're all we all have different, we're all so different, and so the idea of doing nothing, I don't think actually means doing nothing. Right. Uh, I think it means you know the idea is just be yourself. Do what's yeah. Easy, yeah. Do what's easy to you. You know, in the church we've had this. There's just been this push. Get outside. Do what's like normal. Zones, yeah. You know? yeah. Like when the Holy uh, Spirit yeah. is the comforter. Yeah. And so, but. So Matt is just get outside the Holy yeah, Spirit. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like Matt is Matt is like uh, a go getter and a visionary and always loves to like push and try new things, and that's who he is naturally. Yeah. And so uh, for him not to do that, it would be to be that would like, feel like work. It would feel yeah. like work, and so he just does that easily. Yeah. Like I just like to tell people about Jesus when I meet them and have like interactions with them uh, but like to go out and like go to the mall and do quote unquote evangelism mm-hmm. that would feel like work to me and effort uh, and so but if we all are working together to be ourselves to the fullest that's when like what that's when accomplishments happen like not for the sake of accomplishments right. but just because we're being ourselves, you know. Uh, when you asked about miracles, this one thought popped into my head, and I know it's not like dead coming back, but there was this one time where like the cable guy came to my house, and it was on Tuesday night right before a meeting, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, his name was Randy, and Randy, it was like, uh, the meeting starts at 7, and so it was about 7.55, and so the meeting was probably going to start in the next 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, and Cause we're and late. so we're always late. <laughs> but so Randy's like coming, knocking on our door. And I was, and I was like, L- listen, Randy, I'm not going to buy your cable, man. I love you. You're great. I want you to know Jesus is real and he's not mad at you. If you want to come inside and worship with us, you can. But that's the, that's the only thing I have for you right now. <laughs> And he looked at me, and sweet Randy, who was like a cable salesman in his in his fifties, forties or fifties, selling cable like almost eight p.m. at night, just started crying on my porch. Oh man! Just starts crying and hugged me, and I just held him for a while, and he just whispered, "You don't know, you don't know how much I needed that." <laughs> and so we just held each other for a little while. Wow! And then you know, Randy left to, to change the world. Uh, <laughs> But like, at a time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, and that's not like to sing my praises uh, as much as it is if we are all, yourself, yeah, if we're all ourselves, if we yeah, just be yeah. ourselves and, yeah. um, and do nothing but be ourselves, <laughs> uh, then the world Shut is up. our oyster. <laughs> mm. uh, that's, yeah, that's I got in trouble for point. saying that the... The Christian life is a playground, not a battleground. Got, oh, a, lot, got a lot of people It'll didn't get like that trouble. one. Really? Yeah. A lot of people didn't like that one. It's my friend Scott Crowder. He said you should name an album called uh, yes. something like 
the world is your playground. That's what he said. It should be called. That's a great this idea. This is how I play yeah. my playtime. <laughs> this is how I play my playtime. This, this is how yeah. I float my float. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, guys. Um, well, yeah, I mean, just to kind of reiterate what you said, uh, wrapping up here, I think you're right. Like, I lo- dude, I, I'm not discounting. Probably nobody... There's a little She's trump a girl, for me. Probably nobody loves the, the miracles more than I do. I love that stuff. But the best, best, best stuff is the stuff that you can't even really share in story form. Like, mm. like that story, I'm sure it was a million times sweeter in the moment for you too. Like, life-changing. Mm. Like, just... Sure. And, and it's like... When you're, like, flowing in this gospel, you actually start to have new eyes to see every single human being uh, in that way where you're just like, dude, this coffee person is, like, biting my head off. I love this person if they only knew, like, how glorious they really are. It it just, it makes you, like, I feel like sometimes, uh, especially living in Cleveland, I feel like Buddy the Elf, Mm. you know, wandering around Mm. in New York City, but... (laughs) But that's the fruit of this message. So I just want to plug. Um, yeah, you'll turn into a, a, a gay little elf. So <laughs> believe the gospel, and you'll be the gayest little elf just, in all of if your town. Just lift up your hands <laughs> into the cloud and say, "Lord, make me like Buddy the Elf." Yeah. Just, just thank you that I'm your buddy, Lord. Yeah. That, that I'm with my dad, and I'm singing <laughs> in Jesus' mighty name. So, um, if you're like, wow, I've never heard any of this before, obviously you didn't listen to listen, you didn't listen to my backlog, so go back and listen to some more episodes. But but also, uh, no, this book, High on God, I, I really, uh, I feel a weight on it. Like, if I was going to write a book, it'd probably be really similar to what Matt has put God in this too. book. I love this. Uh, even just the table of contents last night wrecked my mind. So, so definitely pick it up. I'll put links in the description. But also, Brian freaking Schiltz. I need to get you back on here to talk music sometime. But um, this guy is making some of the most deep, lyrical... uh, It's everyone I hear who likes your music, whether they're a country-loving person or not, they always talk about how dank the lyrics are. Like, just thick, Mm. fantastically rich gospel lyrics. And I love it because you say some of the most offensive stuff I've ever heard Mm. put to tape, but... People cannot stop singing along to it. So if you want to get your mind renewed, pick up. Um, I definitely, I, I definitely loved your latest offering. Uh, like it just it didn't no leave my car for a year. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no, no more, more bastards. bastards. There's no more bastards. Um, it makes the flames of hell seem cold. Oh yeah, yeah, Shama. yeah. 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 Wrecked on that for weeks. Best line Brian ever wrote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's probably more of a story because Matt just winked right there, but I'll put links so to the description in there for you. But you can go um, to the internet at www.brianschultzlovesyou.com and purchase it, or just look at pictures. Can mm. I put your telephone number in there too? Because if you mm. ever call Brian Schultz, his answering ah! machine <laughs> is the most whacked up thing on the planet, man. If, if anyone Sometimes I do call right you now. when I'm feeling a little down. Right. All right, I'm gonna call. If anyone made this it is this how we're gonna far end it. through the podcast, you probably are safe to give Brian Schultz's number too. But uh, let me call just Brian. Just in case. Let me call Brian. I'm gonna here. put you on Brian's voicemail right now. Yep. Um, Which he changes once every five years. This is our Benny. Each time it's. Okay. Even better. This is our benediction for your sh- for the show here. Yes, wait for it. Put your hand on your heart. You've called Brian Schiltz. 
You know, a lot of people have told me that there's no proof that there is divine goodness all around us. And for me, all the proof I need is you. When I look at you, I'm in awe of your creativity, of your power, of the glory that you bear. When I look at you, I see a vision of Jesus that I've never seen before. So thank you. You're the best. <laughs> oh man! Wow! Oh. There it was. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. I love you guys. Oh, All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, happy drinking. Oh, that's good.